Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, I'm Adrian Durham. You're listening to TalkSport. It's time to look back at a dramatic day 13 in Qatar on World Cup Daily, which saw Uruguay dumped out of the competition in cruel fashion. It certainly is a day of grudge games in Doha. The afternoon for long-standing scores to be settled and old rivalries renewed. Well, if the last three action-packed drama-drenched days of group conclusions have proved anything, it's that nothing can ever be taken for granted. Ghana have got a penalty. It might not be for a place in the semi-finals of the World Cup, but it could be for a place in the last 16. Andre Ayew. Here he comes, really slow run up, really slow walking, and he's saved. It was a horrible penalty. And from six yards out, Kim Young-Gwon has got South Korea back on level terms. Two goals in quick succession. But this is just in unreal, absolutely unreal. And Uruguay now are in command against Ghana. Needs a bit of support now. He's got the support, and they may just... I've got the winner, Wang Hee Chan, made just a fire South Korea into the last 16 of the World Cup. And it is magnificent drama on TalkSport once again. Uruguay are out, South Korea are through, it ends here, Ghana nil, Uruguay 2. This World Cup is taking it out of me. Shakiri Deflected shot and in for Zadan Shakiri. And Switzerland leads. Extraordinary denouement to the group stage in this 2022 World Cup. Thinks the ball in. Lovely little layoff. Wonderful finish for Freuler. What a beautiful goal. Just three minutes into the second half. In a game they have to win. It's Serbia 2, Switzerland 3. Kaylin. Now he has got a, a little bit of je ne sais quoi about him. And he's played it inside the penalty area. And amazingly, Abubakar's headed it in. Just when you think you've seen every conceivable shot. Not enough to send Cameroon through yet. But they're giving themselves a fighting chance. Just like in Russia, it's Switzerland who go through. And it's Serbia that go out. Incredible storylines everywhere you look. Ten-man Cameroon won. 
Brazil nil. What a day. We'll focus on Group G later, but first to be decided was Group H. TalkSport pundit and commentator Mickey Gray gave his post-match analysis to Uruguay's heartbreaking exit and wondered how the South Americans will be feeling. It was just incredible, and, I, and this is what makes this World Cup so special. The group stages, the way that those two games have ended at the end. Uruguay thought they had it in the bag. They thought they were done and dusted. They took the strikers off. Luis Suarez went off. Darwin Nunes went off the field. They had Edison Cavani still on the pitch at the end. Thought they got it in the bag. They got themselves into such a strong position with the two goals. But then for that to happen, I mean, the place, the stadium, the Uruguay supporters were so flat. They were absolutely devastated. And the scenes from Luis Suarez on the, on the, the dugout in the bench, crying his eyes out. He was hiding his face. I mean, oh. How, how do you feel if you're him or, or you're Uruguay? Well, he summed it up, Mickey Gray and uh, Stuart Pearce. I mean, he's been trending, Luis Suarez, because of the tears on the bench. Uruguay have uh, gone out because they didn't score goals, basically. They scored fewer goals than South Korea. They had identical records apart from the goals scored. Didn't score in the first two games. So it's strikers, and you feel they've got an abundance of strikers, albeit some of them ageing, but they've let them down. Well, that, that's the incredible thing, that the talent they got in the advanced areas of the pitch, you know, certainly players with, with great goal-scoring records, and as you rightly say, you know, it's the goals for that have let them down in this game. Yeah, it is. I mean, how will the world view Luis Suarez? Bearing in mind, the build-up to this was all about how uh, Garner still see him as, as the devil. That was, uh, that was put to him in a press conference. He said, well, it wasn't me that missed the penalty. That's just going to infuriate them even more. Garner go and miss another penalty. The Uruguay win the game, but right at the end, South Korea's goal has knocked him out, and he's in tears. There'll be some very satisfied people looking at his emotional reaction. Yeah, potentially, but listen, I don't see it like that. I, he's been a brilliant player. He's been a real pain to play against, you know, and that is a big compliment that I can pay anyone. The players that you say, oh, I really like playing against him, <laughs> they're, they're probably ones that don't play on the international stage, you know what I mean? So... Um, Listen, he's been a brilliant player in his career. He's a niggly little so-and-so, but sometimes some of the best players are that way, way inclined. Yeah, um, so Luis Suarez is coming to the end. Edison Cavani has, has been around a while. Diego Godin. Uh, listen, these are all coming to the end of their certainly international careers. So this feels like a, an end of an era for Uruguay. It also feels like a massive missed opportunity for them with the players they've had. Yeah, they probably fall, I wouldn't say as starkly as uh, Belgium, but fall into that sort of category where they've missed out. I remember in the Olympic Games, they've ended up, you know, Cavani and Suarez were at the Olympic Games uh, representing Uruguay and they didn't really contribute then, you know, not getting out of the group stages. And once again, you know, I think this tournament is throwing up a lot of senior players that have probably had brilliant, brilliant careers that will not feature at a World Cup again. Well, Ghana lost as well, um, and despite that, there were some satisfied Ghanaians because of Luis Suarez feeling so uh, upset about everything. But to me, that kind of says that their thoughts were misplaced. They were concentrating on Suarez, concentrating on revenge, rather than concentrating on looking after themselves and doing what was best for themselves. Yeah, I think that's the only thing that matters in football, you know looking after yourself in the game and getting results for your own country and that's, that's the real importance of it uh, the real drama and what changed the group was what happened 
uh, for South Korea. The Wolves forward Hwang Hee Chan gave South Korea a sensational 91st minute winner over Portugal to send them into the round of 16. Song, all on his own down the right hand side. Nobody in a red shirt within 30 yards, but he immediately races towards the area. Song needs a bit of support now. He's got the support, and they may just have got the winner. Incredible at the end of the game. I think it was Huang He Chan. He hasn't scored since February. He's scored now, all right. And he may just have fired South Korea into the last 16 of the World Cup. That was so dramatic. The scenes at the end were incredible because uh, the Uruguay game was ongoing. They were piling forward Uruguay. Thought they should have had a penalty that wasn't given. They were angry with the ref afterwards. The game had finished for South Korea and they'd beaten Portugal 1-0. As it stood, they were heading through. If Uruguay had scored, then they would have been heading through. So they were actually watching the game on phones, kind of in delay and, and waiting in the middle of the pitch to celebrate. Incredible scenes. But it was all worth it in the end because that final whistle went in the Uruguay game. South Korea, the emotions erupted. Well, listen, to get out of the group, fantastic achievement. It was a tough group. It looked on paper probably the toughest group, I think, when, uh, when it was drawn out. Uh, to get out of that group, they'll be absolutely delighted. I think they got a brilliant game in the knockout stages. And I think that they're a sort of team and they've got cutting edge that will cause anybody a problem. I think it's a tough knockout game for anyone who plays them. Son Hung-min was uh, he's kind of the heartbeat of the South Korea side and he's had his injury problems. Hasn't really been in, in the best of form for, for Tottenham, but I thought he was terrific today. Would you consider him to be world-class? It's a subjective thing, I know, but is he, is he in that debate? I would, yeah. Yeah, definitely, without a doubt. I think what he's doing in the Premier League for Tottenham, he's consistently done it, to be quite honest with you. And for his country, he's the talisman. You know, he's the one they look up to. I think, you know, he's he's by far their best player. Uh, and he's probably having an individual like him in your team, you know full well that you can probably win any game. Uh, they're up against Brazil next, which will be a really tough ask. But I give them... I give him a puncher's chance, I to be honest with you. Yeah, talking of Brazil, I mean, I can't work out whether they're good or not. Serbia and Switzerland didn't play any football against; they just wanted to stop them. They broke through in the end, but without looking spectacular. This one tonight, Cameroon was slightly more open than the first two games, but this was—you could say it was Brazil reserves, maybe. Um, but they—they they had no impact whatsoever in front of goal, Brazil, and it was—it's left me thinking. Well, are they really serious contenders to go deep in the tournament? Yeah, I'm not sure tonight was a great night to judge Brazil. I really don't. Um, I, I think you'll see a different Brazil come out in four or five days' time uh, against Korea. But I still think right through this knockout stage, round of 16, there's got to be at least one or two upsets in there. And I don't know what they'll be and what they'll look like, but I'll know they're in there somewhere. Well, we had some in the group stage and we didn't see those coming at all. On to uh, Group G. I told you, didn't I, that uh, South Korea against Brazil. Stadium 974. Uh, that is uh, going to be the round of 16 game for those two. And in Group G, Brazil won it. They were already going through before tonight, but the drama continued as a spot in the round of 16 was still up for grabs. Before they can even worry about the result in the other game tonight, Cameroon must beat Brazil. Teasing up for Shakiri. Deflected shot and in for Zerdan Shakiri, And Switzerland leads. And he celebrates like Ronaldo as he points at his number. Martinelli looping header. 
And uh, slightly unorthodox, but effective save from a passe. So Switzerland leading Serbia 1-0. This one's 0-0. So winning the group, Switzerland going through with them as things stand with 21 minutes gone. Vlahovic is there, early ball into Mitrovic! What a header! What a goal! And Serbia level! The Swiss and the Serbs, it is Switzerland that are going through. Brazil would be group winning. Dinks the ball in, lovely little layoff, wonderful finish for Freuler! What a beautiful goal for Switzerland, who have the lead! Serbia need at least two goals if they're going through in this World Cup. Amazingly, Abubakar's headed it in. And right at the end of this game, Cameroon lead Brazil. Just when you think you've seen every conceivable shot that Cameroon lead here. So if Switzerland score in that game, they would win the group. If Serbia score in that game, they'll both be out and Cameroon will go through. There is the final whistle and the Swiss celebrate while the Serbians fall to their knees. It's deja vu from four years ago in Russia. The full-time whistle goes. Think of any shock in a major football tournament you like. And this probably eclipses it. It is a quite astonishing victory. It's finished. Ten-man Cameroon won. Brazil nil. So Brazil topped the group, but they lost against Cameroon and Switzerland go through in second place after trailing to Serbia, but coming back to win by three goals to two. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze. Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Brazil in a huge shock, beaten by Cameroon, but they do win Group G and obviously through to the round of 16. And it was an understrength, if you like, Brazil team tonight. Stuart Pearce, are we saying then that Neymar's important for Brazil? Are we saying Richarlison's important for Brazil? Basically, if they get as close to their best 11 out as possible, they will be contenders at this World Cup. 
Yeah, I, I think it's fair to say that is going to be the case. I mean, when you strip it back, they've ended up winning the group and, you know, Switzerland second. And on paper, they were the two that were probably fancied, you know. So um, they've done what's expected at this stage. Um, the odd question mark because of that performance when they made a few changes. But not for me to judge them on what we've seen tonight. You know, they, they're definite contenders at this World Cup. No doubt about that. Probably the big one for them will be en route or be a potential semi-final clash with Argentina. That will be a mammoth game if it ends up going that far. Yeah, and, and that's how it works out, isn't it? Uh, England can't meet them until uh, the final, either of those two, until the final. Let's have a look at the uh, round of 16 because we now know those fixtures uh, and uh, its schedule is getting underway ASAP, no breaks. Netherlands, USA, Saturday at 3 at Khalifa. Argentina, Australia at 7 p.m. at the Armour Bin Ali Stadium. On Sunday, France against Poland. Uh, England, Senegal at Albate at 7. Our coverage starts on TalkSport at 5 on Sunday for that one. It's a big one. Monday, Japan against Croatia uh, in the south at 3 at 7. It's South Korea against Brazil at Stadium 974. Tuesday, the 6th of December, Morocco take on Spain at Education City at 3. And then it's Portugal against Switzerland here at Lusail at 7. But let's have a look at uh, tomorrow's two round of 16 games. Uh, I'm going to be covering Netherlands against USA. Tomorrow, Christian Pulisic is cleared to play for the USA, who were hard to beat. I think they, they put up a strong performance against England. I don't think anybody could have argued if they'd have maybe nicked a winner uh, as well. I think Netherlands are, are capable of better than they've shown already, despite the fact they won the group. Yeah, I mean, everyone seems pretty underwhelmed with the Netherlands. I've not seen a deal of them. I've not covered them so far in, in this tournament. But um, the, the Americans who I have seen a fair bit of, with Robinson and Pulisic down that side, especially Pulisic. And I think... Him being declared fit for the uh, for the next game is a massive boost for them. I think without him, that they're really lacking. The other one is huge at the Ahmed Bin Ali Stadium. Argentina taking on Australia, 7 p.m. Of course, as with all the other games at this World Cup, every game is live on the TalkSport network. Um, I've, I've been impressed with uh, Argentina. Mm. Lionel Messi feels like he's growing into the tournament, but he's been decent already. Yeah. Uh, they were before the tournament started, Stuart, but they're definitely one to keep an eye on. Uh, and they're playing under pressure. That's a really big one. Having lost the first game uh, in whatever circumstances, they've played under pressure for the next two games and dealt with it brilliantly, I think. Their fans are sensational. The most vocal at this World Cup at the moment. And they'll be buoyed on. They're almost home matches, Argentina. I think they've got Argentinian fans here, but a lot of floating fans that are getting behind them as well. So how do the Aussies stop Messi and Argentina? <laughs> uh, well, that is going to be a tough one. I can't see them doing that. I, all I can see is, is a 3-0 a result, honestly, because the Argentinians have got their tails up at the moment. So are you looking at England versus Argentina or Brazil in the final? Can, can we look that far ahead? Yeah, why not? Come on. <laughs> Come on. I won't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> and the great thing is we now know that both Argentina and Brazil are beatable. At the moment, England aren't. Well, exactly. We're unbeaten at this moment in time. Big game coming. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves 
without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited-edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide. Up this weekend, it'll be exciting. They will for sure. Stuart, thank you very much. That's it from us. Don't forget the TalkSport World Cup Daily Podcast is available to download on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcasts from. It will be there every morning throughout the tournaments in Qatar. That was a podcast from TalkSport.